Welcome into Fitness Fanatics on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. Now here are your hosts, Jeff and Nicole Essig. Every seven years because I was sucks. 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 Welcome into the Fitness Fanatics. What a great way to start the show. It's been a long time coming. I mean, I, I, I'm still just speechless that Nebraska beat Iowa. Mm-hmm. And I know this is the Fitness Fanatics, and we don't talk a lot of sports. We always now, talk a little bit. Well, we don't really talk a lot of sports because there's <laughs> only been, we've only had three shows. Well, we've only had two shows Where we after won. they've... One, well, three after they've won. I was going to say, I was thinking Northwestern, but that was the day that nobody showed up to the gym oh. so, or to the, to the studio, So we didn't, but they didn't right. win. So, <laughs> so we typically, we try to be positive on this show, not negative. So that's why we don't talk a lot about Nebraska sports, but no, Nebraska football, Nebraska football, but we can be positive because the curse was broken and I want to give all the thanks to me <laughs> for coming on early break on Friday to talk about sports and not about ferals. And it was glorious. Mm-hmm. It was great. Yeah. So I'm still in a great mood today. <laughs> oh, so you're going to have to replicate everything you did this year yeah. in coming years. I know. I was wondering how many people were reverse engineering their past, their day, their week, their oh, month, their look, year. <laughs> so I had to drive out to Gretna to go pick up my daughter from her cousin's house. <laughs> and Nebraska scored 17 points while I was in the car oh, on the way sure. to get there. Yeah. And then I got there and they stalled out. <laughs> and then I got back in the car and they scored another <laughs> touchdown. And then I got home and things started going to hell. Mm-hmm. And I, I texted my brother. I'm like, look, I'm getting I in the car. I don't, I don't know where I'm driving, but I'm getting in the car and I'm driving somewhere yeah and they won so now that's uh, your game plan right yeah. now i will watch every iowa game in the car i right. was downstairs i was in our bedroom when the game started and then i heard clapping so i decided to come upstairs it was literally three minutes into the game and then something happened and both 
Ben, our son, and Jeff were like, go back downstairs. Yeah, they missed the field goal. It was <laughs> Sure, yeah. yeah. They got a penalty. <laughs> they got a penalty. They missed the field goal. And Ben and I are both just like, you just go back downstairs. <laughs> they started off great. You come up here, and it goes south. I didn't go back downstairs. So to kind of wow. set. Wow. I know. Yeah. Bold on I your part. I was going to let it ride. We got had to see. Well, to set the scene in our house, we were, <laughs> we were feeling rough. good. And, you know, we're used to Nebraska losing these games, right? I mean, like in the Wisconsin game, you know, you just you watch. But I'll tell you, for me personally, I know all Husker fans don't feel like this, but for me personally, beating Iowa means a lot because I lived there for 38 years. I've been dealing with – and I'll tell you, my best friend, best man at my wedding is an Iowa fan. Mm-hmm. And, and some of my really good friends are Iowa fans. So yeah. I, I talk about – I mean – I know a lot about Iowa football. I watch almost all their games, typically to hopefully see them lose. But, you know, I know a lot about Iowa, and I live there. And every year on Facebook, memories come up of people just posting pictures and the Heroes Trophy. And, like, I lived through this all year long. So (laughs) as the game got tight, and especially after Ramir fumbled, I, we, I was getting some serious doubts. Like, th- <laughs> I, this cannot be happening. Oh, flashbacks, right? Just, I mean, mm-hmm. the, the PTSD setting in. It, it was setting in hard, yeah. too. Because I was, I was pretty – I was excited throughout the whole game, and then Nicole's like, oh, I don't want to – I was tempering my enthusiasm. Yeah. Like, I'm, I, am, I wasn't even cautiously optimistic. I was realistically <laughs> pessimistic. You've opened <laughs> your heart too many right. times. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I was – it, it it but it flipped quickly though towards the end it flipped where you started getting pessimistic and I was trying to be the I it, always have to balance yeah. you so whatever you're if you're having an extreme reaction to anything I always have to be the opposite that's just that's why we work and so then I couldn't I had to be the opposite once you started getting negative then I had to start being positive well, then we have our kids <laughs> and then we were annoying my Ben was getting annoyed with me and it wouldn't matter it's, what I was doing uh, it was it was getting tense <laughs> and, and you know for our son too I mean he's 16 right uh-huh. he hasn't he, he doesn't remember Nebraska ever beating Iowa and he has a lot of friends that live in Iowa yeah still that he talks to he lived two, there for 13 two of years, his best friends were at the game we're in there they were at the Iowa game sending him snapchats just, we'd take we saw him they were in the end zone so we saw his friends yep. on TV so he has <laughs> you know he has a lot at stake also in this like and I felt more happy for him you know that finally he can like have some bragging rights right. for a year like because yeah. when i was his age heck we never even lost a game sure. for two years sure. like, <laughs> yeah. i mean when i went to high school i graduated in 96 so when like, we didn't play iowa either didn't play iowa but nebraska did not lose a game my junior and senior year in high school and by the end of my senior year you saw nebraska starter jackets and like people were starting to get bandwagon fans but before that i there was like three of us at Waukee. that's where i went to school that were nebraska fans but by the end of my senior year Oh, you were seeing the starter, but the starter jackets were big back then, mm-hmm. and the pullover starter jackets. I don't um, know. Mark might have missed that. Oh no, no, no! Okay. I, I definitely okay. had a starter jacket. Okay, okay, yeah, <laughs> yeah the, the, like half zip yes. starter jacket. Yeah, mm-hmm. big Velcro pocket. Yeah, yes. I had the Charlotte Hornets one. My brother had the Hornets yeah. one. Those were the two best starter jackets. They are. I know. Charlotte Hornets. Yep. <laughs> yep. So it was just you know it was good for him that he can kind of 
you know, know what it feels like yeah. to have the upper hand for once. Me, you know, as an adult, yes. I mean, and I'll tell you what. It's more I, just because it takes the heat off of you for just to, some time. Just to have a year of just, you know, we haven't ended the season on a win. Yeah. Oh, man. <laughs> for seven years. Like, yeah. so the whole offseason, you're just, even when we, even when we went to a bowl game in 2016, we lost. So we haven't ended a season on a win for since 2014. Oh, no, we even lost. We lost that bowl game to USC. So now we're going, oh, it's probably been 10 years. Then maybe 2013, I think we beat Georgia to, to that bowl game. But So it's been a long time since we've been able to go into an offseason. And we're already the offseason national champions already. So we have that claim where we always win the off-season championship, but now we're, we've won and we get to go into all the hype of a new coach and, and all that stuff. So it's, mm-hmm. it was, you know, I gave Nicole, I gave Nicole a hug after the game. Like, got weird. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not a hugger. <laughs> it was just like, I don't know, like seven and no. a couple it years. It was a hug for you. I don't like needing hugs. I don't mind giving people hugs when they need hugs. That's I needed a hug. Right. And I can't even comprehend what. I was like, please it, don't if be it would, I can't even comprehend what it would have been like if we would have lost that game. Oof. And given yeah. up the biggest comeback in the history of the Iowa football Ooh. program. Yeah. And it was close. It was close. Mm-hmm. And, and, you know, we tried to do everything we could at the end to give it to them, dropping two interceptions fumbling but you know they got it done what was going through your head on that that official review there on that fourth down pass that we as viewers didn't get to see yeah, no, because kidding, the, right? the camera didn't know what was happening yeah. either it, you know when it comes to reviews i'm always kind of like if the announcers and then the head of fishing kind of whatever they say i'm i'm cool with yeah as long as like, there's a consensus right yeah and and what they were saying was it was really close, but it, I mean, it looked like the ball came out. And obviously I was like, it's out, it's out, it's right. out. but you know, but you know what? I don't really care because yeah. we've gotten, we, all the revert calls. I mean, how many times have we just, signals yeah, and- how many times have we been penalized? And, and I mean, so I don't really care. And yeah. I don't care That's that they're, the game. I don't care that their best defensive player got hurt on the first series. We I, have I had don't care. so many injuries to over, not just, even overcome. I just don't care. No. I don't care what the excuse is. We got the win. And it feels good. And it feels good today. My favorite is your friend, Matt, your best friend, who's been texting you every single day at 530 in the morning. His grand response was WWJD. Yep. Okay. <laughs> So my my best friend, <laughs> no, yes, <they're> <laughs> he's been giving me a hard time for seven years. Literally for this. the worst. <laughs> so WWJD is what would, what Jesus, would Jesus do, <laughs> right? Right. So I finally, yeah. as soon as I have the opportunity, look, show some grace, yeah. right. okay? Yeah, <laughs> to rub no. it in a little bit, like like have a little class. That's what man. I get. Hashtag <laughs> WWJD. Think before you text. <laughs> So it was funny, but no, it, it was, that good. was funny. It was fun. It, it, you know, it was, it, uh, made for a great weekend. Um, you know, at Farrell's we've been doing our black Friday sale and we have 75 people that have signed up Jeez. Yeah, it's for exciting. the next 10 week challenge. Okay. So yeah. Um, and it's exciting. more than a month exciting. away. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. J- uh, January 7th exciting. is when the winter challenge starts. Um, 50 of those people are signed up to come to our new location mm-hmm. on North 70th and Vine. Um, we're going to be meeting with them on Tuesday and hopefully we'll have a start date here in the middle of December. I'm not really sure yet, 
but we will definitely be open. A move date. Yeah, we'll definitely be open in Meadow Lane for the January challenge. So yeah. that's that's going to be done. So hopefully in the next couple of weeks we'll be moving out of Pioneers, moving into Meadow Lane. Um, so if you if you're listening to this and you're like, oh my gosh, I missed out on the Black Friday deal. We were doing $199 for the 10-week challenge. It's normally $449. Um, if you text the show 402-464-5685 and you want to be a part of that, we can get you the enrollment info and the promo code. Or if you're listening to this anytime during the week, um, you can just shoot, shoot me a text or go to fxblinkin.com. Um, tell us tell that you heard us on the ticket, and we will extend that deal to you. I'd really like to get to 100. Mm-hmm. You know, So I might, ev- I might even keep that 199 going until we get to a hundred enrollments. Mm-hmm. So the most enrollments that we've ever had in Lincoln, Nebraska, and, and the most that any session ever has had in Lincoln, I think is like 118. Um, that was in January of 2019. I thought it was 133. 133 is our personal oh, record okay. Okay. in Altoona. Oh, okay. So 133 is the most 10 week enrollments we've ever had okay. as owners. 118 is the most 10 week enrollments that the Lincoln gyms have had, and we're at yeah. 75 already, and we have six weeks yet before oh, yeah. the 10-week challenge Tantalous. starts. You're, you're really going to crush that. Yeah. Crush so, that. Yeah. You know, so I'm, like I said, you can text the show here today, or if you're listening later, you can go to fxbeanlincoln.com, but we'll probably keep that going until we get to 100, and then we'll have a little price increase. So, um, But today, coming up on the show... We have Mark in. He, he there, there is a question real fast oh, off yes. the text line yes. from the Milkman. Oh, uh, Milkman. He says, you say you're moving. Mm-hmm. Does that mean you're closing the South Place? Uh, so, okay. Depends on South which. Place. Yeah. So we do have two locations now. So the one is on South 40th and Yankee Hill. That's technically will be the South location. Yes, that'll be our South location. And, and that one's staying open. That one's yes. staying. Yes, yes. So the one on Pioneers is moving to North 70th and Vine. Yeah. So about four miles down yes. the road. Instead of having two South gyms like it's been for twelve years, we will now officially have a South gym and a North gym. So, Yankee Ridge and Meadow Lane. Yep. Yep. Instead of Yankee Ridge and Pioneers. Yes. So the the Meadow Lane gym is is like about three and a half miles away from North. Yeah, north of Pioneers. Mm-hmm. So we'll have a yes. South. We'll have a North gym <clears throat> as well. So that answers your question. Mm-hmm. Um. So as you can see, Mark is in with us today, which he kind of abandoned us. When was it? About August? <laughs> well, for football right season. Right before football yeah. season. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so he, you know, he got as much out of us as he could with these one-on-ones. Yeah, really wrung you dry. Thought he, yeah, thought he could just take it to on his own now. I don't know. I and don't so, know if you've been able to handle it. <laughs> so he's, he's back in. Harrison's yeah. actually at home for Thanksgiving for this weekend. So yeah. um, coming up here in about 10 minutes. Mark's mom, mm-hmm. Peggy Onweiler, is going to be joining us in studio. She's been doing the 10-week challenge since July is when she started in the summer. So we're going to talk about her experiences, um, you know, kind of what she's seen, the changes she's seen in Mark, um, which we will kind of talk about right now in this okay. first segment. So sure, we got Mark started the 10-week challenge in April of 2022, and he just did kind of a well, over his 10-week challenge, he lost about 36 pounds, decided to enroll for the National Challenge, which the National Challenge is basically the best transformation in one year. So your one year starts at the end of your 10 weeks, which was in June, at the end of June, June 18th, 16th, somewhere around there. 
So, so it's technically one year and 10 weeks. Yeah, one year and 10 weeks. Yeah. So Mark has his one-year challenge <clears throat> doesn't end for another <laughs> seven months until he's technically done. Yeah, Father's Day, I believe. Father's mm-hmm. Day yeah, weekend. Okay. Father's Day weekend. Okay, so I kind of – we did – he did a body composition on uh, Wednesday. Wednesday or Thursday. I think Thursday he did one. So before Thanksgiving yeah. meals and stuff. Which was important, by the way. Yes. <laughs> yes. yes. Yeah. Well, that's not a normal day. You don't want to (laughs) test yourself right after that. No, no, no. So for Mark's results so far, and one of the reasons he he wanted to do this was of the accountability, Mm -hmm. you know, because he was hosting our show with us. It's kind of how it all started. And, you know, for the 10 weeks, I don't know if he thought necessarily – this was going to go so well that he'd be doing a year challenge. Well, what did you yeah, think? Yeah, what did, did you, you what think? What were your no, expectations? De- definitely not. Okay. Yeah. No, I, <laughs> I, I, when I was done with the 10 weeks and, and leading up to that, there was a lot of uncertainty. Like, okay, what, what yeah. now? You know, do I try and go do it by myself? Do I stick with this that's working? And, and I thought either way, you, you use that word accountability. And I, I, it, I realized that's what I need mm-hmm. one way or another. I need something holding me accountable. And that's where the national challenge really fit in for me was here's an, you, you have these 10 week check-ins for the next year, something to shoot for and people who will be disappointed if I don't do what I need to do. And, <laughs> and for me that, that was important to, to creating the habits overall. And that's obviously the end goal. Nobody sets up create... an expectation that you, we will be disappointed if you, <laughs> no, you no, don't do No, tell me you well. will, please. No. Like, like I need that. Like Mark, if you don't do this, you, look, look. That sounds like a you problem. I just want to set it that's out fine. there that that is not. Fine. We but don't... allow it to be a me problem by continuing I, to perpetuate it for me. I just want to let our listeners know that look, we don't stand if, in front. If, if I took a week <laughs> off from the gym, the look you would give me. That's true. Right? You would be disappointed. In the short term, but not in the long term. And you make it sound like... <laughs> You make it sound like we're just like, we will be so disappointed in all of you if you do I'm not, not even mad. do well. I'm just disappointed. <laughs> right. I, so I, I'm just I, saying. I think from, from you, Nicole, in particular, that would be the case. <laughs> Maybe that should be our Jeff new might strategy. Be mad. <laughs> <laughs> no. Right? No, because no, not no. everybody has the same mindset. Right. I so. mean, and, and that is what it's, it's about. But it's important that you knew yourself. Right. I just want to say for everyone listening, that is not the expectation we set, that we will be disappointed if you don't, you know. Right, and, and you know, <laughs> mindset is where it's but at. But now that I know, yeah, it, the it shaming works. will Absolutely. begin. Right, Absolutely. yeah. Right. Uh-huh. Well, and you're talking about mindset, right? So, and the last time when we came in here before the fall challenge started, you know, we were talking about Mark's results, and I wanted the listeners to know that, like, just because you sign up to go to a gym or you sign up for the 10-week challenge or anything, or, or yeah. anything doesn't mean you're going to have results, right? I mean, yeah. Mark could have been like, hey, I'm going to do this 10-week challenge. And yes, he's going to be on our, on with us every week. Um, you know, but at some point, it, if he wasn't mentally ready to do this, yeah. he wouldn't be doing as well as he's doing. Right. He could have found, you could have found an excuse. You could have found an excuses to like, you know, say why you didn't do for sure, well. For sure. That's how yeah. we all are. Oh, I can come up with right. lots of those. Yeah, yeah. so right. we all can. So I think that's important too because... That happens a lot, and it happens a lot at the beginning of the year for people. And I don't think we were going to talk about this last week, but I don't think we did about how you can't just sign up for ferals or whatever, anything. You can't just say, okay, on this day, I'm going to start doing this and not actually change anything. You can't be the same person. Like there, there has to be a point where you're changing your habits, you're changing things that you do to get that result. 
because you had to make changes, you know, and I think you in particular, you're making it look really, really easy <laughs> you know, for everybody. It's like, not. I know. For what it's worth. That's it's what I not. mean. Yeah. I mean, it's yeah. like you're making it look so easy, but I want people to understand that you made that decision to make changes. And that's sometimes when people don't finish the program or they or if you're that type of person that's tried a million things. Jeff, before we started Feral, so how old were you? Mid late twenties. For what? When you started Feral's or thirty. How old were you? Oh, uh the second time? Yeah, whenever. I was like for real. Okay. So probably for a good, you know, ten years, the amount of infomercial (laughs) things Oh, I had the I had the You I, had I mean, we did a lot of infomercials. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We had the little six. Not we. The six second you. abs were the clicking thing. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You had the little bands in there, and you're uh-huh. like, click, click, click. <laughs> click, click, click. Did you ever do Tybo? Oh, oh yeah, yeah, we did Tybo. Well, oh, Ferrell's yeah. is a little Tybo based. It kind of is. Right. Yeah. is. The warm up. We had, uh, oh, yeah. uh, it was Tybo, but with like a weighted bar okay. sort of thing mm-hmm. that yeah. I, I did twice. Right. <laughs> yeah. So that's what I'm saying. Like, we've done that. Had two bow flexes. Yeah. <laughs> Two of them. <laughs> we bought one, sold one. Bought, one, bought sold another one, one yes. sold it. <laughs> because that, because and here's here's what we think. Like so, the point is, like you can't just buy something. You never actually change. We never actually made it a part of our life. We just right. thought we have it now. Everything's going to yes, be different. And I remember seeing the Bowflex commercials, thinking to myself, <laughs> I, I can, really did like the Bowflex. I can so. look like that guy. Sure, I yeah. can. Like so, when I see these ads of fitness places like I, I've seen four today, right? Of, of people that are like, just have eight pack abs and just ripped. And it's like, it's sensational marketing. Yeah. Like, and that's what the Bowflex was like. Okay. You're not going to join any gym and look like the person on the ad magically. Right. It takes right. a lot of hard work. It takes time and dedication. The person on the ad doesn't even usually look like the person on the ad. They prepared for the ad Right. For weeks, you know, leading up to. And the person on the Bowflex ad probably wasn't just doing the Bowflex. And they probably had really good genetics. Uh, too. Right. <laughs> and a makeup artist. Yeah. Right. Yes. <laughs> so whatever. But, but anyway. Yeah. So we so had the Bowflex. It's a mindset had, thing. Yeah, you have mindset. to change. You can't just say, okay, I signed up for ferals, but then not actually change anything. Like it's not going to be magic. It isn't magic. There's really That's no magic pill. So mean of me. Well, what to say? We're going to go to a break and then we'll get to Mark's results here and his mom should be in studio she is. here. She's okay. Here. So Peggy's going to be mom. joining us <laughs> and we're going to tell talk his results why his mom's in here so we can just see the glowing look on her face of being <laughs> A proud mama. She would have been disappointed, by the way. Okay. I mean, let's make that clear. <laughs> All right. All we'll right. be right back with Mark and Peggy Onweiler on Fitness Fanatics 93.7 The Ticket.